Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Ah, the Holy Spirit. It is just oozing through these next weeks. And I'm not going to talk about the Holy Spirit every single day. But I do have to say it is just so beautiful. So yes, it will be heavily sprinkled through. Because I want us to begin a new relationship with the Holy Spirit to pay attention to the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is impacting the Bible, right? The entire world going into the Old Testament as well, as we will see. As we will see, what does she mean? Oh yeah, well, I want to read something to you, so I'm going to my phone. Okay, so it's Monday, the second week of Easter. We're going to read... Acts chapter 4, 23 through 31. After their release, Peter and John went to their own people and reported back what the chief priests and elders had told them. And when they had heard it, they raised their voices to God with one accord and said, Sovereign Lord, maker of heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, you said, By the Holy Spirit, through the mouth of our father David, your servant, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples entertain folly? The kings of the earth took their stand and the princes gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. So here we go. You can see right here, this is me speaking, not reading anymore, that the Holy Spirit spoke through David, their father David, the servant of God, and said, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples entertain folly? The kings of the earth took their stand and the princes gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. Okay, that was the, that was the Holy Spirit speaking. That was a quote from the Old Testament. Back to the gospel, or back to the reading. Indeed, they gathered in this city against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, Herod and Pontius Pilate, together with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do what your hand and your will had long ago planned to take place. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and enable your servants to speak your word word with all boldness 
as you stretch forth your hand to heal and signs and wonders are done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. As they prayed, the place where they took what ah sorry guys. As they prayed, the place where they were gathered shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Okay, I got to flip down to the gospel here because there's more. But wait, it's like an infomercial. There's more. <laughs> okay. John chapter 3 verse 1 through 8. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you. By the way, amen, amen. I'm not sure if you know, but when Jesus says, Amen, amen, he is giving witness to himself because he is God. Typically, back in the day, you had to have two witnesses. If two witnesses had said something, then it was true. I mean, you can go back, you remember um, back in the Old Testament, oh, I do not know what book it was, but um, the woman was in the garden bathing and the two elder priests were lurking and then jumped out at her and like so then they turned on her and they witnessed against her which were lies they got caught by the way but when jesus says amen amen he's saying look i'm telling you <laughs> this is truth i'm giving my own witness as god i don't need another person to to justify who i am and what i say Okay, so back to this. He goes to Nicodemus who said, hey, what, am I going to be back in my mom's womb? What's going on here? Jesus answered, amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter this, the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Wow. I mean, I am just... <laughs> in awe of the Holy Spirit. And I hope that this catches you on fire. I hope that you continue to pray to the Holy Spirit. First of all, that should be the first that you pray to of the Holy Trinity when you are beginning to pray. 
when you're about ready to read the readings. Or perhaps when you're about ready to read a spiritual book. I also, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten my heart and my soul when I'm in Mass. Or when I listen to spiritual like podcasts or radio. I, I mean, you just continue to talk with the Spirit. And that is living in the Spirit of God. That is praying incessantly every day. And we find it very easy to pray to Jesus. And it's okay to pray to Jesus. And the Father. I find myself praying to them a lot. But it's a great reminder during this time that the Holy Spirit is this beautiful gift. The perfect love between the Father and the Son given to us. And when we look at how the Spirit is empowering people here on earth to do things like healing a crippled person, which is basically where Peter and John just came from, right? They just got back from kind of being in jail and then giving the the priests and the elders a piece of their mind and saying, hey, you know, we didn't do this. We did it through Jesus, the Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit within them. Awesome. So again, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be, let's, let's ask our hearts to be ignited. Ignited. We've always asked Jesus to heal our hearts. But now let's ask the Holy Spirit to ignite our hearts on fire so that we can speak boldly like they asked for in the first reading look we've got to stand up and we need your courage we need the holy spirit to be within us so whatever it is today that that you feel pay attention is the spirit of god moving you to say something to someone and you are chicken Is the Spirit of God urging you to go deeper in your spiritual life, but you haven't made that decision? Is the Spirit of God poking at your, at your, uh, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Let's just say poking at you, maybe your conscience, that you should go to confession? Is the Spirit of God prompting you? To have a conversation with someone that isn't going to be very easy, but that you have to have anyway. So why be putting it off anymore? I don't know. I mean, there's lots of things that we should be paying attention to. And the spirit is with us all day, every day. And too often we don't do what the spirit is moving us to do because we're afraid Or we don't feel like we have enough information to have a, a conversation with someone. We are afraid of what other people will think of us. And so let's really try to live for that audience of one. 
God. Because when he's asking us to do something, or we feel it, why is it that we don't? Go to confession, maybe he's urging you to do. And okay, maybe you honestly can't because of lockdown stuff, right? I get that. So you, you go to him in prayer, in your heart, from the depth of your soul, and you ask for, your, for his forgiveness. You don't just honestly just say the act of contrition. Say the words out loud as if you are speaking to Jesus himself. I like to say them out loud because Satan can't hear your thoughts, and I think it's important for Satan and all the minions to know where your mind and your thoughts are, right? Where your soul is, where your heart is, in terms of your reconciliation and your desire to be closer to God. And so by confessing out loud, you're... You're sending a message for sure. And I'm sure that God is also giving you some beautiful graces at this time. And again, if you can go to confession, then by all means, we just finished up the week of divine mercy. Eight years ago, yesterday, I went to confession after being gone from 26 years, for 26 years. Wow, with many, many, many moral sins on my soul. And it was a game changer. I am telling you, I had supernatural experiences. And I will never be the same. Never be the same. There's such love from the Lord and from the Holy Spirit. So let's ask him to ignite our hearts on fire. There's nothing cooler than someone who is so in love with God. Because it comes through in everything they do. And we're all called to be different. We're called to love, to be light, to be peace, to be truth, to be honesty. But to always treat people with respect. Right? We live by the two greatest commandments. Loving thy God with all the mind, soul, strength, body, will, everything, 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 and keeping him in the center of your life. That's living in the spirit, my friends, living in the spirit. And of course, loving others as you love yourself. And we can't do that without number one. Ignite my heart on fire, Holy Spirit, for the love of you, to live for you and not this world, to do what you ask so that I am living in your will. Have a blessed and inspired day.